Hello, my name is Naranjan, the host of Master of Your Crafts podcast. Learning from leaders who are continuously inspired, passionate, and driven to align with their soul purpose, sharing their gifts to bring healing to others. The music is composed by Rebecca Everett. Today is episode number 17, where we'll talk to Soraya Silvestri, Zizi, an artist living in Ottawa with her husband as empty nesters. Art by Soraya is part of her life. Whenever she walks into any room, anywhere, the first thing she sees is the artwork, or lack thereof, on the walls. Art is a passion that happily consumes her throughout her day. She constantly strives to learn new techniques that she can apply to her art. She has a reverence for color, mood, and contrast. She is thankful she can devote much of her time to her art. Hello, and welcome to Soraya. Hello. <laughs> so nice to have you on here today. I'm really excited to learn more about your art because I came across one of your paintings and it spoke to me so loudly of how the contrast, the mood, and the color truly do define the elements of all the clouds. And it has so much emotion embedded in there, I really felt quite a different energy on it. So I reached out to you to connect, to learn more about your internal process, about what that looks like for you. So I'm really excited to, to delve into this conversation and thank you so much for, for being available. What do you believe about yourself? And do you feel it defines you being an artist? Well, I do believe that I am tenacious and I know that I have a love for art. Mm -hmm. uh, since I am a self-taught artist, these attributes help me with my growth and my learning. And even today, I still love to try out new techniques and to push myself to really create something that is unique and that is unique to my vision. Everyone who knows me knows that art has consumed my life for a very long time. Nice. What was it that first got you inspired to art? The very first thing, very funny, is that um, we moved into this house and I wanted a piece of artwork for my walls. And I wanted a specific look. Up to that point, I had never picked up a brush. And uh, I was looking and looking and really couldn't find anything that I really loved. And so I thought, let me just try this out. I bought a canvas and I bought paint and I bought the, can the paint brushes and I started and I loved it. I just loved it. It started being a passion and I didn't stop from that moment on. Beautiful. Beautiful. Had you been more inclined to going to art galleries and looking at artists or had a draw from that perspective at all? Always. I've always loved art. Even high school, I took art classes and um, loved architecture as well. Uh, loved the lines and 
any kind of um, color combinations that were unusual, galleries that would show masters. I'd be in awe of the chiaroscuro, the light and dark, uh, the emotion that they evoked in, in those paintings uh, was astounding and is still astounding, just what you can do with just paint. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes it pop so much more on a two-dimensional canvas when you learn some of the techniques, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Who do you feel was your most impressionable artist? Well, I guess, you know, from the masters, it's like Rembrandt and uh, Monet, but there's also a uh, modern day, there's a guy that I found on YouTube <laughs> and his name is Michael Lang. He taught me so much just by, I just by watching him, the way he uses color and the movement in the paintings, he's really, really inspired me. Um, that's a major influence in my work. That's beautiful. Even today, yeah. Yeah. And that's nice to be able to connect with somebody who is living because a lot of the masters that we do look at and that we do inspire from have all crossed, right? They've passed. So your, your Rubens, your Michelangelo, your Raphael's, your all those, they're no longer here, but their art lives on. So that interactive dialogue and communication and up-to-date to see what's going on in the world and how techniques have changed and can change even further. Having somebody real life, I'm sure has a, a greater influence of driving you in your direction of how you move forward with your art, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, that's for sure. You know, when he uses uh, certain colors and then uses a medium to change the color um, that he just put down. It's incredible how they interact and um, the whole piece that he's working on changes as he keeps working on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty amazing. Yes, absolutely. And as are you, because I did watch some of your YouTube channels mm -hmm. and I recognize that not only you're an artist, but you're also a singer as well, because you <laughs> often sing as you paint, which I think is such a beautiful combination of techniques and creativity. Thank you. That's really kind of you to say so, but you know, I do love to sing and I was part of a choir for about seven years and, um, I miss it because I'm no longer part of it. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that sometimes it really relaxes me and focuses me on what I'm having to do, especially if I'm having a little bit of a hard time on where I want the direction of the painting to go, you know, just relax and sing and enjoy. And it seems to help. <laughs> right. It does. I, I've interviewed a number of other artists and even other artists that I know myself that, it is often many other elements of creativity that actually come together. So artistry, drawing canvas or singing or cooking or all those creative aspects often come together to, to emphasize one or the other more so. Um, just like you're doing um, another outlet of hearing the music, using the other senses that will enhance the initial thing that you're working on, the intentional thing, which is the art and the canvas. I think that is really interesting how it all comes together. It's a beautiful thing. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I recognize that you retired. And yes, mm -hmm. you may have been doing the paintings before you retired from your career. Do you feel now that this is a true inner calling for what it is you're here to do and why you are possibly here on this planet is to tap into that creative space. What's your thoughts? I really, really do feel that for many, many years, um, I always felt there was something more and I love my family and everything of my life. It, it was wonderful and has been a wonderful life and is still. Um, but when I started doing something for myself, uh, something that came from me, um, it just kind of, I don't know what it is. I, I can't say verified, but it just, uh, it became that thing that made me really, really happy just for me. Nice. And just out of curiosity, do you still have that painting on the wall? Well, <laughs> that painting I donated, that organization uh, put it up for a silent auction. Actually, it was a live auction and they raised $500. <laughs> Very good for a first so attempt, I'd say. Yeah, I was thrilled to hear that because that was my very first painting. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm very impressed <laughs> with that. That's awesome. And a big encouragement for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. A big encouragement. What do you feel are some of the attributes that connect you to your calling and your purpose that have evolved from where you were and maybe highlighted or been more emphasized as you've stepped into this world of creativity? Well, I don't give up. And sometimes with a painting, when I'm working on it, um, I have a vision in my head, but the painting wants to go another way totally. And, um, and sometimes I could be working on it and my husband will say, just stop, just let it go, wait, go, go you know, wait until tomorrow. You can do this tomorrow. And, and I just can't, I have to keep going. And I do keep going until I see something that makes me happy, that I love. And, and I think also I'm an optimist because I believe that in the end, there will be something that I will love. So I don't give up and, you know, and I keep going until I, I see something I, that I love. And also, I think I connect pretty easily with people. I can have a conversation even with a stranger just being online now with uh, my YouTube, um, that's taught me a lot. And um, I think people there can connect with me through my videos. Yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. I, I recognize that there are many elements. There's many layers of who we are, no pun intended, I guess, um, mm -hmm. of who we are and who we evolve into as spiritual beings. As we uncover and peel back many of those layers, has there been a time when you've done a painting or you're working on it and you're maybe pushing towards that little glimpse of summit that you feel 
content with, you feel happy with, or to give you that confirmation that you are on the right track? Has there been a time when you've not found that and you've stopped and you've surrendered to that process of maybe now isn't the right time for me to receive that at this moment? As much as I am um, (laughs) that I don't like to give up, there have been times where I just get so totally frustrated uh, with uh, what I'm trying to do at that moment uh, with my painting. And for whatever reason, uh, colors or maybe my own temperament that day, the weather, I don't know what it could be that day, but sometimes just doesn't seem to come together. And um, I do try and keep going as much as I can. And, um, and then uh, if it's really, really one of those days that are just not working, I do try and walk away for a little bit, you know, not for a day, but maybe half an hour. And I try and let it go and then go back and try again. And then after a few times of that, then I finally give up because <laughs> it's just not working today for whatever reason. And then sometimes when you sleep on it, um, I just find, yeah, it kind of comes together and the answers come to me and I find, oh, I would just need to do this. Or you just look at it in a different way and uh, think of it in a slightly different way. And it does come together. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is particularly sometimes, but that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we need that little bit of breathing space. Mm-hmm. Whether it be for ourselves, if we are creating something to, to just look at it from a different vantage point. It brings me to a point of almost like cooking um, or baking. You can only knead the dough so much. Mm-hmm. before it becomes overworked um, and sometimes you just need to let it sit right <laughs> let it sit and permeate and I, and I feel like the artistry and painting and creation of music or any creative outlet offers very much the same process that's very very true very yeah I process. feel that so recognizing art is a process in itself from um, evoking emotion, using the colors, using the, the, the mood, the contrast, and the energy in which you present yourself when you're creating it, whether it's how you tackle um, a composition or whether you want to pull back from it and sleep on it, and you look for that glimmer of light and all those elements that creates your beautiful artwork and all the steps that we do sometimes innately and sometimes more consciously, what do you feel is your intention? Is it a different intention behind each piece or is it an overall arching intention you have with your art? Well, I think it's an overall intention. I really want to be able to bring some little bit of beauty to a world that is unique to my vision. 
So, and I know art is subjective, uh, very subjective, but I would like to have my vision as part of the world too, and to last. I'm always honored when someone takes a painting home and what I really hope is that they connect with it in a profound way, that it has really made an impact in their lives and it's not just there to, because it matches their sofa. <laughs> I, I want it to be something that they love and, and is with them and maybe handed down to their gen through generations. Um, that's what I would really love. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful intention. Do you find that when you create these paintings and you get inspired to use a different color or composition or even a different technique, that your intentions or the energy that you bring to it, be your mood, your emotional state, the time of year, the time of season, changes either a little bit the outcome of it or the feel of the composition? I think so, uh, because uh, there are times when um, I love color and I put down a lot of uh, different colors. Um, I wouldn't say very bright, but uh, very vivid colors and uh, lots of colors. And other times I just find I can't handle color at all. And I'd like to do something more neutral, like in gold and black and silver or um, something like that, you know, something that's more calming. And I'm not sure if that is to do with the seasons or uh, mood or maybe both. So it definitely does. It chooses for me. <laughs> yes. It's interesting how it does. But I think it's also equally interesting if we recognize whether we surrender to it or not. Sometimes you look for a piece, you look for that glimpse to connect with the painting to say, I'm here. This is what it's going to look like through the mm -hmm. art. When we were talking about when it's, you know, just not working, I think when it's not working because I'm going against that feeling, I'm going against that connection that I need, you know, I feel like uh, I should be working with, you know, I don't know, blues and purples or whatever that day. And, but really it shouldn't be, it should just be the golds and blacks and neutral colors, yes. uh, whites. Um, and sometimes there's that fight between what I think I should do and what I, what it should be. <laughs> We're not, I guess it's should is not the right word, but what the flow which should, would take me to if I would listen to it. Right. So I'm trying to think over my, my head over my heart. And my head is saying, do this. But my heart is saying something totally different. And that's Absolutely. when the fight begins. <laughs> Absolutely. That is quite a fight on many levels, right? Right. Um, <laughs> between the head and the heart. Have you done a painting? Have you done something where it's all in the head? It's all just mind level. This is the composition. This is the color. And it's all very strategically staged, so to speak. Mm. I actually have, and I didn't feel very good about it. I felt almost like I had sold out. 
these are the colors that, you know, are really popular right now. And, um, and so I thought, let me try it. And, you know, it's a nice, it was a really nice painting and it actually sold. But personally, I felt I wasn't being true to myself. And after that, I refused to do that. It, again, it's best to listen to your heart. Everything flows with much better that way. So much more ease and so much more grace, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you can feel the heart. And I, and I feel that the creative outlets, be it singing, painting, cooking, baking, crocheting, whatever you call it, has to be done from exiting the mind. So mm -hmm. by exit the mind and tap into the body, tap into the heart to really connect with it. Yes, and, exactly. And allowing that flow to really take place. And I would imagine from your perspective, because a lot of your compositions are very cloud-driven, that flow seems to be so organic and so free-flowing in not only the contrast, but the emotion that it evokes, it's, it's very, I want to say very empowering to observe it and to see it. So I can only imagine, and I want to hear from you, your perspective when you get into the space of creating these big, voluptuous, filled clouds. I get a feeling when I am creating those clouds it is a feeling of being very, very small, that we are very small and insignificant in the whole universe. And that sometimes we get, we think about things that are very trivial in the um, scheme of things. And painting those clouds makes me feel like it puts everything in perspective that we should be thinking more beyond what is here and thinking about just in general, big, bigger things than our everyday kind of insignificant things that happen. Absolutely. It does, it puts everything in so much more perspective. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Especially when you're looking at such a, extracted vantage point like the clouds mm -hmm. right. it's also what's beyond the clouds what is there is there something um, it's a spiritual feeling that I, I get as well you know to live your life in a manner that you know not necessarily I would say like you know your church believes that is totally fine it's just I believe there's a feeling that there is something Something greater than us and that we should respect that yeah so that is something and that respect and that honor that you have for that greatness how does it feel in your body when you're either creating a canvas you're creating a painting or thinking about doing something can you actually feel the difference physically in your body when you're in that space and when you're not Yes, absolutely. When I am working on a painting, I can feel um, a vibration. I can actually feel a vibration. Um, and especially when it's done, 
and there's an excitement and um, a feeling of happiness and contentment when I, I believe that this is what it was meant to be. This painting came out of me and it was meant to be the way it is. What a magical experience. It really is. And that's why I love to paint. That's why I don't want to give it up ever. Um, until I can, I'm going to continue. <laughs> Just to keep feeling. It is a uh, selfish way going back to why. Because it's for me. It's actually a gift to myself. And everybody should have that. I think so too. Yes. Everybody should have that. Everybody should honor where they're at and honor who they are and what is it they contribute to the world. I am so happy for you to have so much joy, so much experience, so much, I want to say, love that you may feel from doing these paintings and connecting with something so much more powerful. It's beautiful. Thank you. So now you've been in this experience of cultivating a new language, a new dialogue uh, between you and your artistry and you and your canvas or your paints. Do you often sit back and go, I wish I'd have done this 10 years ago or 20 years ago? You know, if I had done that 20 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to um, focus as much as I have when I did start. It just wasn't the right time. I probably yeah. would have given that up. Uh, you know, when you're younger, you have kids who need you, who you need to get to the baseball and you need, the other one needs to go to dance classes and you have to pick them up from school later because they miss the bus or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's just so much happening. And yeah. um, it's, it just wasn't the right time. So yeah. I think everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. Yeah. Always does, right? Ultimately. I believe Always that. Yeah. yeah. But I often wonder, even in my own life experiences, is had I had that set of skills, them tools in my tool belt, knowledge and insight and wisdom, now I would have been able to deal with that situation that happened six months, one year ago, two years mm -hmm. ago, 10 years ago, in a different way. Mm -hmm. and that's what kind of made me think of that with yourself especially as a mother and taking care of a family it adds a whole different layer of complexity of who you are and how you present yourself to the world mm -hmm. who you become had we had this information it might have made that little transition of time of our lives a little bit easier Having been in a career and having done what you have already done in raising your children, and I guess you never stop being a mother, but of, of young, young children and adults, what does that phase of your life look like in terms of now? And I know it's probably not fair for me to ask for you to pick either or, but is there a similarity of fulfillment that you receive in the same in the both components of, of your life? It is so dissimilar. I really can't compare. I absolutely love having my children, raising them, you know, 
any mom will know how frustrating it can be as well. Um, and scary lots of times. But now that they've grown and to see the people that they are, because you never know along the way, you know, are they getting those lessons? Are they listening to me? You know, what kind of person are they going to be? And they're wonderful people. And I couldn't be more prouder of them. And I hope that we had something to do with that. It's very hard to raise children and to raise good, responsible uh, people. So in that way, you know, of course, I was very fulfilled. But this is something totally different. It's, it's going back to being just something for myself. Yeah, a little bit different. Now I have a little grandson. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, through my art, uh, one day he will come to really understand me and have more insight to who his grandmother is. Yeah. So maybe influence him. Who knows? He used to come around and just look and glance and walk away. And now he stares a little bit. <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> That's great. That's a little progress. You've got a couple of seeds planted there. You can That's kind of right. see, right? <laughs> you might be nurturing into something greater, which is, which is beautiful, which is yes. beautiful. <laughs> So did you have any artists in your family, your mother, your father, your siblings or grandparents? Did it come from somewhere for you? No, no one in my family. Um, I think my father, well, my father was very musical and I played piano for many years and um, it's very rusty right now if I tried, but uh, we do have a piano and uh, once in a while I tinkle the ivories there. <laughs> Um, and then, but no, no one else uh, has, uh, has any inclination towards the, that. My son plays guitar, um, but, and my daughter does crafty kind of things. But yeah, that's it. No, my, not my parents or my sister, nobody. <laughs> I'm just kind of a novelty, I guess. <laughs> Let's say you got all the good genes piece. You got all the good stuff, in it, right? You're relishing in all the good stuff. That's brilliant. So now knowing what you know with what you've been through, what you've learned, the techniques, and being able to flourish in this new part of your life in many ways, not only to be able to give it to others to share so they can buy the paintings, but also for you and your soul, having that deeper spiritual connection with yourself. What's going to be next? Where do we go from here with this? What does that look like for you? Well, I'm going to just go with the flow and see where it leads me. Um, this year, uh, I started my own YouTube channel. And uh, for many years, I thought, you know, I should probably do this, but I was always very afraid and um, wasn't sure if I wanted to put myself out there like that. And uh, this year with the pandemic, I thought, well, I'm home and this is a good way to start and see where it goes. 
And uh, I'm glad I did. I'm learning about editing and music and <laughs> all kinds of stuff I had no idea about. And it's been so much fun and, uh, and connecting with people and just, uh, it's just been a wonderful experience overall. It's really been great. It's filling my days up and I paint every day and uh, I love to paint. So why not get it down on, on video, have it on video so that again, for even my grandson or other future grandchildren, they can see what their grandmother did with her time. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been great. Yeah. For other things, you know, I'm just gonna let it go. Just, I won't say no to whatever comes up, I think. Learn that it's okay to explore and if something comes your way, it's probably meant to come your way. And so go and explore it, see, what, see where it leads you. You never know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And just like we talked about a little bit, a little while ago, is everything shows up at the right time and at the right place. So had you not bought that house with that, I'm assuming, big blank wall mm-hmm. and searching and searching for those catalogs or stores of paintings, had that moment not come? you may not have delved into this realm. That's so true. I, everything, every decision you make leads you on a different path. Yeah. And yeah. I love that I came down this path. It's yeah. been great. <laughs> yeah. Soraya, this has been such a pleasurable conversation to learn more about you and what inspired you to become the artist that you are even i'm not i'm not going to say even if it's self-taught because we all learn things in our own way just because if it's credited by an institute it doesn't make it more or less if it's self-taught i actually think it's probably more profound if it's self-taught than from an institute but that's my opinion. Um, so I, I'm grateful for this conversation and all your shares. It's been a real honor. And I wish you great success and just keep enjoying that vibration and that love and that abundance that's there and having it infiltrate into all of your paintings. So when they are sold, you're spreading more of that frequency with everybody in their homes and that's such a gift thank you i'm so grateful to you and for this conversation and for this opportunity for this uh beautiful time we spent together absolutely thank you so much Zaria. thank you thank you i'm naranjan and you've been listening to master of your crafts podcast Please subscribe, rate and review and join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.